Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Wow, we got a lot going on today and a terrific show lined up for you. We're going to visit with William Yateman. He's a research fellow at the Cato Institute. We're talking about the FBI raids and more. We'll also visit with Larry Bell. He's an endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture and the author of many books. His latest book is Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design. A terrific read. I just finished it uh, last week. It is August the 12th, and on this day in 30 B.C., Cleopatra, Queen of Egypt, and lover of Julius Caesar and Mark Antony, took her life by uh, following the defeat of her forces uh, against Octavian, the future emperor of Rome. <laughs> you can't believe this life. It kind of came out of the Biden family, actually. Cleopatra was born in 69 B.C. before Cleopatra VII, queen of e Egypt, upon the death of her father, Ptolemy Twelfth in 51 B.C. Her brother was made King Ptolemy of uh, the 13th at the same time, and the siblings ruled Egypt under the formal title of husband and wife, Cleopatra and Ptolemy were members of the Macedonian family dynasty, and they governed Egypt since the death of Alexander the Great in 323 BC. Although Cleopatra had no Egyptian blood, she alone in her ruling house learned Egyptian. To further her influence over the Egyptian people, she was also proclaimed the daughter of Re, the Egyptian sun god. Cleopatra soon fell into dispute with her brother, and civil war erupted in 48 B.C. Now, Rome, the greatest power in the Western world, was also beset by civil war at the time. Just as Cleopatra was uh, preparing to take or attack her brother with a large Arab army, the Roman civil war was spilled into Egypt. Pompey the Great defeated the Julius Caesar in Greece, fled to Egypt seeking solace, but was immediately murdered by agents of Ptolemy XIII. Caesar arrived in Alexandria soon after and, finding his enemy dead, decided to restore order in Egypt. During the preceding century, Rome had exercised increasing control over the rich Egyptian kingdom, and Cleopatra sought to advance her political aims by winning the favor of Caesar. She traveled to the royal palace in Alexandria and was at, uh, allegedly carried to Caesar, rolled in a rug which was offered as a gift. Cleopatra, beautiful and alluring, captivated the power of the Roman leader, and he agreed to intercede in Egyptian civil war on her behalf. Can you believe this? In 47 BC, Ptolemy XIII was killed after defeat against Caesar's forces, and Cleopatra was made dual ruler with another brother, Ptolemy XIV. Julius and Cleopatra spent several amorous weeks together, and then Caesar departed for Asia Minor, where he declared, Veni Vite Vice, I came, I saw, and I conquered after putting down a rebellion. In June 47 B.C., Cleopatra bore a son whom she claimed was Caesar's named Caesarion, meaning little Caesar. I don't think that has anything to do with <laughs> the pizza outfit, but nevertheless. Upon Caesar's triumphant return to Rome, Cleopatra and Caesarion joined him there. Under the auspices of negotiating a treaty with Rome, Cleopatra lived discreetly in a villa that Caesar owned outside the capital. After Caesar was assassinated in March 44 BC, she returned to Egypt. Soon after, Ptolemy XIV died, likely poisoned by Cleopatra, and the queen made her son co-ruler with his name, Ptolemy XV Caesar. When Julius Caesar's murder... Uh, Rome, uh, again, fell into civil war, which was temporarily resolved in 43 B.C. with the formation of a second triumvirate made up of Octavian, Caesar's great-nephew, and chosen heir, Mark Antony, and a powerful uh, general, Lepidus, a Roman statesman. Uh, Antony took up the administration of the eastern provinces of the Roman Empire, and he summoned Cleopatra to Tarsus in Asia Minor to uh, answer charges that she had aided his enemies. Cleopatra sought to uh, seduce Antony as she had Caesar before him and in 41 BC arrived in Tarsus on a magnificent river barge dressed as Venus, the Roman god of love. Successful in her efforts, Antony returned with her to Alexandria where they spent the winter in debauchery. 
In 40 BC, Antony returned to Rome and married Octavian's sister Octavia in an effort to mend the strained alliance with Octavian. The triumvirate, however, continued to deteriorate. In 37 BC, Antony separated from Octavia and traveled east, arranging for Cleopatra to join him in Syria. In their time apart, Cleopatra had borne twins, a son and a daughter, according to Octavian's propagandists. The lovers were then married, which violated Roman law, restricting Romans from marrying foreigners. Antony's disastrous military campaign against Parthia in 36 BC further reduced his prestige, but in 34 BC, he was more successful against Armenia. To celebrate the victory, he staged a triumphal procession through the streets of Alexandria, in which he and Cleopatra sat on the golden thrones, and Caesarian and their children were given imposing royal titles. Many in Rome, spurred by Octavian, interpreted the spectacle as a sign that Antony intended to deliver the Roman Empire to alien hands. After seven more years of tension and propaganda attacks, Octavian declared war against Cleopatra and therefore Antony, and in 31 BC, enemies of Octavian rallied to Antony's side, but Octavian's brilliant military commanders gained early successes against his forces. On September the 2nd, 31 BC, their fleets clashed at Actium in Greece. After heavy fighting, Cleopatra broke the engagement and set course for Egypt with 60 of her ships. Antony then broke uh, through the enemy line and followed her. The disheartened fleet then remained surrendered uh, to Octavian. One week later, Antony's forces surrendered. Although they had suffered a decisive defeat, it was nearly a year before Octavian reached Alexandria and then defeated Antony. In the aftermath of the battle, Cleopatra took refuge in a mausoleum she had commissioned for herself. Antony informed that Cleopatra was dead, stabbed himself with a sword. Before he died, another messenger arrived saying Cleopatra still lived. Antony himself carried to Cleopatra's retreat where he died after bidding her to take uh, make her peace while Octavian, when the triumphant Roman arrived, she attempted to seduce him, but he resisted her charms. Rather than fall under Octavian's domination, Cleopatra died by suicide on August the 12th, 30 BC, possibly by means of an asp, a poisonous Egyptian serpent, and a symbol of divine royalty. Octavian then executed her son Caesarian, uh, annexed Egypt into the Roman Empire and used Cleopatra's treasure to pay off the veterans. In 27 BC, Octavian became Augustus, the first and arguably the most successful of all Roman emperors. He ruled in a peaceful and prosperous expanding Roman Empire until his death in 14 AD at the age of 75. Now that's one heck of a story, isn't it? Cleopatra was something else. Uh, Politics back in the day of Egypt uh, in the Roman Empire. Unbelievable. Well, the big news, of course, is Attorney General Merrick Garland said he personally approved the decision to seek a search warrant for former President Trump's private residence in Mar-a-Lago, saying the Justice Department had filled or filed motion to unseal the search warrant and property receipt for the FBI's raid amid substantial public interest in the matter while defending the integrity of law enforcement officials. In a rare public statement days after the FBI's early morning raid on Trump's private residence in Palm Beach, Florida, The raid was uh, related to the National Archives and Records Administration effort to collect records and materials that former president took with him from Washington, D.C. to Mar-a-Lago, a matter of agency referred to by the Justice Department. Garland also said he believed the FBI had unfairly attacked by critics in the wake of the search. Every day they protect American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights, he said. (laughs) This is unbelievable. He actually said nothing. It's just such an embarrassment that he got up and said that. Uh, I'm tempted. In fact, I think I will play uh, the, uh, let's see if I can find it here, Uh, what uh, uh, Steve Bannon said. This is really uh, pretty interesting. Let me see if I can find this. Where is this now? Okay, this is Steve Bannon and his comments yesterday on The War Room. If you haven't seen his show, by the way, you should. But here's what he had to say. The Newsweek editor's got to come forward now and say, hey, here are the two guys that told us, right? Here's the two people that told us. They said they had, Newsweek doesn't make this stuff up. They said they had direct knowledge of the matter and were authorized by the Justice Department to tell them 
We don't know what the FBI did. It looked like it, they thought it was a normal course of business. We have no idea what happened. And now you come out today and say you personally approved it? Did they lie and you try to do the misdirection play that we all be satisfied with? No, because the war room and other entities smoked you out of your cave and forced you to come up there today and wet yourself on global TV. You're an embarrassment. You make Biden look like a man. you got to stand in and own a decision. Don't sit there with the little humped shoulders and the crackling voice. Oh, and I will not stand by. Yeah, you will stand by. You're going to stand by. How about this? You're a lawless scumbag. The people around you are lawless scumbags. The FBI is nothing but a new American Gestapo. They're a bunch of lawless thugs, right? You'll kick down the door and put a gold star mother who's a, who's a, a, a election official in Colorado in chains. You're big shots there. You pull Peter Navarro, a 70-year-old man, off a plane when he's got lawyers talking to him and put him in chains like a dog. This is what you, you're big shots. Hey, guess what? Your days are ending. You're you're blown out the ballot box. Then you're going to be brought up on charges. You're going to be impeached. And then criminal charges should be filed against you. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. Let's see the affidavit. Let's see everything. What was it that the Trump lawyers were in discussions? You had a grand jury subpoena. The lawyer on today, Christina Bob, said she had to ask you. You tried to play hardball at first with the warrant. And then you didn't show her all the warrant. You didn't show all of it. They said part of it's sealed. You're a liar. And not just that, you're a wimp liar. You're an embarrassing little wimp, the little crackling voice. You're about to cry there about three or four times. Did you have to get your courage up? You had to walk around and get your courage up? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement where you had to have your press officers sit there and mark it up? Yeah, by the way, we told Newsweek the other day we had nothing to do with it. We smoked you out. We smoked you out on a global stage, and now you had to come out and say you did it when you tried to lie and spin it the other day and hope that we would just sit there. Oh, yeah, 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 the FBI. Dave Bossy. Dave Bossy said at the time, that's a lie. It had to be Merrick Garland. And guess what? It was a lie, and it was Merrick Garland. Yeah, that's Steve Bannon. He wasn't too pleased, was he? He was pretty fired up. But uh, nevertheless, I wanted to play that for you because I certainly have it more measured in my words, but he certainly is not. It doesn't have a lot of respect for the behavior of the FBI or also uh, the C, uh, the uh, Justice Department as well. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, Attorney uh, General Merrick Garland's claims that uh, former President Donald Trump's attorney was provided with copies of the search warrant and property receipt and the attorneys were on site during the FBI search were completely untrue. That according to attorneys, uh, uh, Trump's attorney, Alina Haba. Just amazing stuff. When uh, Trump's legal team and full art first came on the premises of Mar-a-Lago on Monday during the surprise raid, they were not given warrants at Haba. They asked for a copy. They wouldn't hand it to them, she said, and if anything had given to them, it was not until after the search. Haba said she'd never heard of such a scenario during a search, and certainly not of attorneys being told to leave the premises and not be permitted to watch the search to ensure everything was handled appropriately. Haba noted that uh, Trump and his legal team had cooperated with the uh, Department of Justice, had been with uh, Department of Justice officials previously at Mar-a-Lago when some documents that the government said were improperly taken from the White House were returned uh, by, by Trump. This is just such a farce. I'm looking forward to get some thoughts later. William Yateman, he's a research fellow at the Cato Institute. He's going to be our next guest. We'll also visit with my wife, Linda Harden, who's pretty fired up about all this as well. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit the website, johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. 
Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. We're going to be visiting with Professor Larry Bell later in the show. Right now we have with us William Yateman, a research fellow at the Cato Institute. William, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on, Bob. Always a pleasure, William. Tell us about the Cato Institute. You bet. Uh, we're a think tank here in Washington, D.C., and we're dedicated to advancing the ideals of a free society at every level of government. Cato.org is the website, C-A-T-O.org. So, William, I wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, raid, FBI raid, into the home of uh, President uh, Donald Trump down in Mar-a-Lago. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll say it's incredible. Um, so, Trump's the Trump world's long-running criticism of the FBI and the Department of Justice is is that they're biased against him. And uh, this, you couldn't imagine sort of a, a better way for the agencies to demonstrate as much, seemingly. All, you know, there's a, a great deal of information that has yet to come out than this raid on Tuesday. I mean, mm-hmm. 30 agents um, searching his home for a violation of a record-keeping law um, you know, it, it is a uh, to be sure. Like no man should be above the law, um, but this seems like small potatoes. I mean, you know, it just it kind of doesn't really compute. I mean, it, I guess there really must be some very special documents um, that he's allegedly withholding. Um, the New York Times, or no, it was the Washington Post this morning reported that that uh, it, perhaps some of them pertain to um, nuclear weapons. Um, which, you know, indeed, that, that perhaps is disconcerting. We'll see. But to date, there's very little information um, regarding the, the justification for this search. Um, and that in in of itself is damning. I mean, you know, this sensational raid of the former president's home, the, the Justice Department really owes the public, and indeed the, the, the president or former President Trump, um, you know, a great deal more transparency and, and openness um, yeah, there, uh, as I'm sure many of your listeners have heard, today at 3 p.m., or as early as 3 p.m., um, both uh, the government and Trump um, have allowed for the unsealing of a warrant, um, the warrant that led to this. However, that's uh, sort of a, an aside. Uh, the government is not seeking, and indeed is opposing, um, the affidavit, on, which basically contains all the juicy information, all, all the pertinent information that everyone wants to know. So. It looks as though we're going to remain in the dark 
Um, a, a couple high-level takeaways. Um, one is, you know, resource management. I mean, we've got a government that they're not made of money. I mean, despite, despite um, how it may seem, you know, in this world where trillion is the new billion. But to, to put 30 agents on this, I mean, do they have an entire team at the FBI working on, on Presidential Records Act? Um, it just seems like there's bigger fish to fry out there. And then two, uh, according to the new, uh, Newsweek, um, at the FBI, they didn't think there was going to be blowback. Yeah. Um, and that really makes me question the competence there. I mean, you know, there, there were, indeed was blowback, so much so that um, it prompted uh, Attorney General Merrick to, to make a, a sort of a, a spontaneous two-minute speech yesterday in defense of his, his agency, which again provided no meaningful information. But the long and short of it is, it seems to have blown up in their faces unexpectedly, yeah. which, you know, again, makes you question the wisdom over there. You know, it does bring up the, uh, I listen to Tucker Carlson's show frequently, and he refers to groupthink, the enemy of groupthink. Well, I think there's a lot of groupthink going on in the uh, in the agencies, both the uh, DOJ and the FBI. Uh, they, <laughs> it seems like the gang that can't shoot straight, and that's what they're looking like at this point. <laughs> I agree. I mean, the group think, uh, the, the, the think is incompetence or the lack of thought. I mean, it's, uh, it is, uh, the gang that can't shoot, uh, cannot shoot straight, uh, is all too apt, alas. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, Merrick Garland got up on stage. Did, he did not resolve, he didn't assuage the concerns of the American people. If anything, he simply leveraged them and, uh, increased the concern about the FBI and the uh, DOJ. He saw, talked about equal justice under the law, and so there's so many circumstances. For example, did we take those 30 agents away from uh, the, the investigation of Hunter Biden and, and put them on Donald Trump? I mean, I'm being facetious now, but uh, you get my point. There's, there's no equal justice on this uh, Justice Department. Your point is, is well taken. I mean, to be sure, I think they're both wastes of time and energy. I think we've got real bad guys out there. Yep. Um, but uh, 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 no, no, no. I'll say this. We've got, as we've discussed before, there's a documented history. Of, you know, before these are facts before courts um, of bias at the FBI. Um, and I'm not saying it's, you know, the entire entity, but we do have these instances whereby emails have been altered in order to uh, uh, juice up FISA applications against Carter Page. Right. Um, uh, you know, instances of, of not being entirely um, forthcoming with information, you know, between the FBI and the DHA. Again, all this sort of stuff that we've discussed before. So this would seem to be um, the latest uh, in a pattern, and again, an established pattern whereby what you called groupthink, there does appear to be this institutional bias against this one man. Um, And again, I'm not saying that anyone should be above the law, but I am saying it's troubling whenever the machinery of state power is genied up against one person. Absolutely. Uh, Before I let you go, a couple things. I wanted to check in with you about uh, the Trump taking the fifth in the deposition in front of Letitia James, New York uh, uh, Attorney General. Uh, this uh, just two days, by the way, after the raid. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, uh, this is something we've discussed before. Um, this is part of a three-year civil investigation by the AGs of the New York Attorney General's office um, into whether the Trump Organization provided misleading financial statements um, to to the tax man. Um, and this is, you know, again, this is a, another instance of doesn't New York have bigger fish to fry? Yeah. Um, and it would certainly, again, seem to uh, perhaps uh, reflect political motivations. I mean, Trump has been doing business in New York for 50 years, um, and it's only now um, that they've spending three years of government time and resources in investigating, you know, uh, you know his uh, 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 allegedly misleading financial statements. So. It, it's uh, the, that strikes me as much ado about nothing as well. I mean, I think that that Trump, um, you know, presses every advantage he can under the, the tax code. That's part of his brand. That's part of, part of the reason why so you know many people like him. Absolutely. Also, uh, finally, uh, D.C. Circuit ruled in favor of the House Democrats regarding the investigation into Trump's taxes. That seems weird. He's not president anymore. <laughs> well. Indeed, but it's a standing request. So, and this comes out of the, the uh, House Committee for Ways and Means. Um, I, I would say here the the, the big uh, uh, the bird's eye view for on this one is that 
Uh, yes, it's an adverse ruling to Trump. However, in uh, uh, come November, so three months' time, it's very likely that there's going to be a new majority in the House, in which case this investigation will get terminated ASAP. Gotcha. Again, William Yateman, Research Fellow at the Cato Institute. I encourage you to visit the very robust website, cato.org, cato.org, C-A-T-O.org. William, always appreciate your commentary here in the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on, Bob. My pleasure indeed. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting with Linda Harden about some of the machinations with the FBI and the CIA, or not, I'm sorry, the Department of Justice, that and more, right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you suffer with chronic pain and discomfort? After back surgery, I had painful tendons and muscles and difficulty standing upright. On a referral, I visited Dr. Alec at I Am Designed to Heal, Naples Only Vitality and Longevity Practice, where acupuncture, medical massage, energy healing, and integrative holistic medicine are harmonized to create a -a one-of-a-kind restorative experience. After only two visits, my pain began to dissipate and I could stand and walk more upright. It was amazing. I plan to continue my treatments to enhance my sense of well-being. Don't suffer needlessly with discomfort and pain. Improve your quality of life. See for yourself and make an appointment by visiting the website IamDesignedToHeal.com. That's IamDesignedToHeal.com or you can call or text Dr. Alec at 239-322-3817. That's 322-3817. Visit IamDesignedToHeal.com for an amazing, one-of-a-kind, restorative experience. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host... Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform. And you can find out more and download the app by visiting the website, choicesocial.us. Coming up, we're going to visit with Professor Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture. Right now, we have with us Linda Harden. She's my wife. She's also well-informed on everything that's happening, not only uh, nationally, internationally, and locally. Linda, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. You know, I was almost tempted not to go for my walk this morning because there is so much news popping every single second about this ridiculous raid on Donald Trump's home. You know, it, it, it is true. I mean, there's more and more information coming out. And did you know, I, I suspect you do, I just read this morning that apparently, uh, of course, the uh, FBI agents told the uh, uh uh, everybody at the at the home in uh, Mar-a-Lago to turn off any kind of uh, video equipment and to uh, uh, get out of the place and uh, can't watch. And well, it turns out that uh, Donald Trump and his family watched the entire raid on closed circuit TV in New York. You know, this is there's there are so many things going on in this in this whole scenario. And what one of the things that I heard this morning, in addition to that, uh-huh. was. That, huh? First of all, it took um, the eunuch Merrick Garland, according to Jack Posobiec. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took him an hour. He was an hour late with his comments. Uh, comments, and 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 he took no questions. It's like they're they're scrambling to find something to say. And the question is, huh? If they were, if if somebody. Um, if they had a, a, a spy in there or a, 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 a little, mole, a mole, and they told him, 
exactly what was in there and where to find it. Why did it take them nine and a half hours to find it? Because they were all frustrated and couldn't find I think what happened, Linda, this is my theory. I have, you know, believe me, I'm way out there on a limb with this, but when I take a look at everything that's happened, my conclusion is that uh, this mole, apparently somebody very close to Trump, turned out to be a double agent and gave them bad information about what was in the safe. And apparently uh, the, the is lead... This, is this like the Three Stooges? Yeah, so I, I, what I think is, I think Trump understood everything that was going on all the time. And, and I think the FBI Sting. and the, and the, and the uh, Department of Justice have been played <laughs> by Trump. Oh my goodness, they can't figure out what to do now. I would love to have been a fly on the wall of the homes of Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland or in their offices or whatever because they can't figure out what the heck to do now because Trump is going, fine, bring it. You, yeah, you know gonna- what, what he said, said? President Trump said he's encouraging the immediate release of the search warrant and related documents. Now, of course, that means the he wants to see the affidavit or whatever the information that was given to the judge. Uh, to make this decision, because I guess I would uh, bet you that that's flawed as well. Well, um, maybe there's a lot of what is what's that what's that stuff called where where you white out the white out? Yeah. Maybe there's some white out and some overprinting. Yeah, you can't make this up. That's uh, true. And and oh by the way, um, what what the New York Times and what all these other media outlets are are not saying, and what we, I've learned from Cash Patel's a social media account as, as in others. Um, that surrounded Trump. Trump declassified everything. Yeah. He declassified everything. Before he left office. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, all this uh, information should be released anyhow. Irrespective, I don't think uh, Trump could have orchestrated this any more more to his favor than he did. The, the outcome of this right now is that people that were unsure about Trump of whether they wanted uh, Red Man back in office and the tweets, I think all these Orange people... Orange Man. Orange Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think all these people right now are beginning to say, you know... <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're falling in line with uh, support for Trump. Mean, meanwhile, all of this is, is, yes, but all of this is also um, exposing more rhinos. Yeah. The, the people who aren't saying anything about this. Um, well, how about Liz Cheney having a, a meltdown? Five days. She's got five days left until that election. Yeah. Five days. $30 million spent on the campaign, and she's going to lose the election. She'll be the ninth... I believe she'll be the ninth uh, supporter of uh, impeachment to go down. Well, it's it's great, and you know how desperate they are is to put um, the relic Dick Cheney out with these dark, dark commercials, <laughs> and they're running them in Florida. Nobody's going to vote for Liz Cheney in Florida, so they're running these ads along with um, with our local commissioners that that, that are advertising, and and here we got Dick Cheney in in all this darkness with his dark hat on, and oh, um, uh, Donald Trump is a is a threat to democracy and whatever. Yeah, what, and what, did, what did what did Steve Bannon say that was so great? We're going to give them a democracy suppository. <laughs> it's exactly right. Well, and uh, Dick Cheney just reminding people also that he's responsible for the uh, decisions that led to the deaths of people in Iraq oh, right, and our right, soldiers. Right. Oh, we can't have anybody in office who's lied to the American people. Oh, wait, let me think. How about the weapons of mass destruction yeah, that yeah, he pushed yeah, down everyone's yeah. throat? Yeah, you just can't make yeah, they, this. They think we're so stupid. Well, it's un, it's unbelievable. Uh, so Trump is now encouraged. See, see, and what's happening now is this is all unfolding. Trump is able to milk this for so much. He's, he's made he's 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 garnered more donations, broken all records for for donations ever. Yeah. He is just the the money is just pouring in, and he hasn't even asked for it. It's just go to donaldjtrump.com and 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 people are just donating because they are so offended by what the Biden uh, Department of Justice is doing and the FBI. Yeah, and, and you know, and Christopher Ray, uh, apparently, now this should not have happened, but apparently some gunman showed up in Cincinnati uh, and uh, attacked or uh, confronted uh, FBI members. It was in uh, an FBI office, right? Yeah, in an FBI office, and uh, there was a gunfire exchanged, and uh, Christopher, rightly so, I said, to, you know, nobody has the right, irrespective of what side they're on politically, to attack law, uh, law enforcement officers, and I, I certainly agree with that. I'm sorry, but I, I don't give a hoot about what Christopher Ray says. That him, he, and all of his organization yeah. turned a blind eye, would not even return the phone calls of all these little girls who are gymnasts 
for, Good um, point. In, in Michigan. And, and while about they that. were screaming um, uh, rape and, and um, molestation. molestation by this Dr. Larry Nasser, the FBI totally, and Christopher Ray totally ignored, and he says, oh, no, no, I didn't know anything about it. Well, you know what? That man should have been fired or resigned a long time ago. Hey, Nene, smugly revised members of Congress. Well, that's an ongoing investigation. I can't comment on that. That's, I, that makes him so insular. You know, it's little, literally a, a, a closed loop. There's no way that we can find out any information because everything is under investigation right now. Well, Christopher Ray, quite frankly, the president of the United States could say, you know what? Uh, give them the information they need. Answer their questions. Of course, that's not going to happen. Well, and, and here we go. One more thing before before I get booted. Um, uh, Attorney General um, Garland said yesterday, no one is above the law. He forgot to say, except Hunter Biden, yeah. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, all of these people have, doc- no, none of them had their houses raided. None of them. They've all kept all their documents. Nobody, go- nobody went and, and um, uh, went after Hillary Clinton for all the information she illegally destroyed i mean is the hypocrisy is just mind-numbing it's just mind-numbing lenny can you stick around i'd like to uh take a little break here for our sponsors okay we're going to have more here on the bob harden show on the uh, bob harden broadcasting network stay tuned for more of the bob harden show here on the bob harden broadcasting network Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. School Choice is a growing movement, one that is already lifting thousands of kids across America and is now supported by three out of four voters. The Optima Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit, supports the establishment and expansion of superior schools of choice. Optima's goal is the successful launch of Hillsdale College, classical academies, and other schools of excellence serving kindergarten through 12th grade. The mission is to train the minds and improve the hearts of young people through content-rich classical education in the liberal arts and sciences with instruction in the principles of moral character and civic virtue. A terrific product of the process, Naples Classical Academy opened this fall in a classical virtual school. Optima Classical Academy will open in 2022. Find out more by visiting OptimaEd.org. Help children in Florida optimize their education opportunities. Visit www.OptimaEd.org. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Golf Shore Playhouse. Golf Shore Playhouse is building a 44,000-square-foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. And also bringing you professional New York-style theater at its very best. And you can get tickets now by visiting the website golfshoreplayhouse.org. Coming up, we're going to visit with Professor Larry Bell. Right now, we continue the conversation with Linda Harden. Linda, again, thank you so much for joining us. So isn't it interesting that the CDC suddenly decided to lift all COVID restrictions just all of a sudden? I think I, I do think that everybody's getting freaked out because um, the boom is starting to drop on the Biden administration, and, they, and they, can't, they can't handle any... People are just getting so angry with all this stuff. They can't... Oh, oh and, but, but I heard this morning that um, 
that Biden is so out of touch that he's going to go on a victory tour after this after this vote today. To what country? Yeah, I know, I know. So, hey, here, for our listeners' benefit that haven't heard this news, it's true that the COVID guidance has been changed by the CDC. And here's a couple of points. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Imagine that, Linda. Imagine that. (laughs) Uh, Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus, and it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. So uh, this looks like, hey, we're going to call this a, it's not a pandemic, it is a... Plandemic. Plandemic. Yeah, well, the point is that it's being treated like the flu or any other kind of uh, mild disease. And I think the thinking behind this is they're saying, hey, everybody now has pretty much got uh, uh, protection because of it's been everybody's been exposed to it. Guess who's freaking out right now? Who? The pharmaceutical industries. Because they were looking to get more vaccines and boosters and all this stuff going on. Hey, you know what I can't believe? There's, I think there's 56 million school-aged children in uh, the United States. I read that half of them have been vaccinated. How, I, scary, how scary is that? I, I, I would never consider giving that vaccine to one of my children. It's unbelievable. But apparently parents were lined up and trying, waiting for, for this to happen. You know, what, you, know, you know what's so interesting that, that, that I've been reading about kids is, is um, all these vaccines that they've been giving them, the MMR vaccine and whatever, um, I mean, I could I could go on for a couple hours. Ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're saying that that these vaccines have caused not only um, uh, deaths, but also no deaths. But what what am I looking what am I looking <clears throat> for? Autism, oh. autism. But they've also they vaccinated these little babies. How many how many vaccines do little babies get in the first six months of their lives? And guess what? It's <clears throat> they're they're attributing sudden. Infant death syndrome. Now they now they they have a new thing that's a sudden uh, adult uh, death syndrome. So uh, and that's because there's been so many people that have died, or simply after shortly after, or become very sick shortly after getting the vaccine. Anyhow, this whole thing I think has been uh, somewhat of a farce, and uh, we can get our lives back to normal as a consequence. Well, I, I do think I do think that the pharmaceutical <coughs> industries are freaking now because they were. You know, they were planning on, and, and Fauci too, because they were planning on people getting boosted forever. And we have a, we have a little friend um, who's going on her honeymoon tomorrow, and she said um, that, that she and her husband are going to have to pay $136 per person to get a test before they get, go over to the Bahamas. And now I sent this information to her. And and so hopefully she can hand that to whoever yeah. and, and say uh uh-uh, uh no mas no mas and, and oh by the way I sent all that information to the cruise ship to the people um, uh, that we're associated with that um, when we go on vacations and whatever so and and I sent it to um, a lot of the leaders of in our community who have still have. Um, this little uh, umbrella of oh wait if you've got a test and retest and, and all virtue this stuff. signaling and all that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I mean people need to know. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right, and uh, this, hopefully things get back to normal. That would be it'd be nice. I don't remember what normal is. Yeah, me? but you know what? Well, you and I have uh, had to cancel our cruise that we really looked forward to, the jazz cruise in January. We had to cancel it because of these absurd masking and testing rules. And as it turns out, we've seen cruise ships sail with everybody fully vaccinated, people coming back having gotten the COVID COVID disease. Hey, there's a local community here who made all their made all their um, residents get vaccinated, and guess what happened? Uh, they have a total outbreak of COVID. Yeah. So I mean, I I just. You just want to wave the flag and say, "Wake up, people! Do you, don't you see what's happening?" Yeah, you're right about the pharmaceutical. Hey, listen. I, uh, before uh, I want to just change topics back okay. to what happened with uh, the uh, Trumpster. Trumpster. Uh, the president of the Central American country of El Salvador criticized the FBI following the raid. Uh, here, let me find this. The raid of President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, saying, what would the U.S. government say if our police raided the house of one of our main possible contenders of our 2024 presidential election? This is what the president of El Salvador said. He tweeted it on Wednesday, sharing a TMZ article about the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. This is not only uh, this is not only demonstrating hypocrisy to the United States, but leaders around the world are questioning what's happening in this banana republic called the United States. Well, you know what? Here's here t- hypocrisy is just so blatant, and I don't know if I brought this up the last time I was on, but 
but when Donald Trump was sitting in the White House and he was talking to the president of Ukraine and asking if something nefarious was going on with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, Donald yeah. Trump was impeached because he, they said that he was interfering with a political opponent. Here we have... Here <laughs> Good we have, point. I hadn't thought about that. Here we have the Biden Department of Justice and all its little minions going after a political opponent. Yeah. But I will say this, though. I think, to Donald uh, Trump's credit, the, uh, the way things add up to me is I think he orchestrated this entire thing, and he's laughing all the way to uh, the to the polls, to the White House in 2024. And, 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 and can I, I don't know how much time you're going to give me, but let me just say this, that nobody, probably nobody knows, and you and I have talked about it, but I'm watching this closely. There's over, there are over 2,000 um, uh, counties in the United States. Mm-hmm. Over 300 of those counties, as of today, have decertified the results of the 2020 election. Stay tuned, people, because things could get really interesting. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's, the interesting thing is there's a lot of resistance of politically, of course, to, uh, to what's happening right now to decertifying these electors. But it's happening. It's, uh, it's moving slow as molasses, unfortunately. But I think uh, I, this is all going to come to a head sooner or later. Linda, I really appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. All right. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Professor Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture. We're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. you have questions about your retirement, Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit blueprovencenaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's blueprovencenaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. I proudly serve on their board. And among other things, they provide policies and programs to get able-bodied folks off of welfare and back to work. It's a moral imperative, and I hope you'll check out the very robust website, vfga.org. We have with us Professor Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston. He's also the author of many books. Uh, his latest is a terrific read. It just finished it, Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries, My Life by Design by Professor Larry Bell. Professor, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. And Bob, thanks so much for having me on. Always a pleasure. And your latest column is just really interesting. It talks about what everybody's talking about right now, weaponizing the DOJ, FBI, Trump targeting should terrify everyone. Uh, there is a dark side to this story. It's becoming funny, but to me, it's uh, you really hit on it well. Maybe you can tell us about it. 
Well, I think everybody's talking about it, and you know, these are these are scary times. Uh, you know, of course, with the uh, with the raid, and it was a raid on uh, on Mar-a-Lago, and 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 not just the club, but uh, presumably, or at least reportedly, into uh, in, you know, into bedrooms and into Melania's closet, which is just just unimaginable. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's pretty scary times, and I was thinking, I've been thinking last day or two about uh, if the Republicans take the Congress and it's, it's in November, and I think it's pretty clear they will mm-hmm. at least take the uh, House of Representatives. There's just going to be nonstop investigations uh, of 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 the wrongdoings during the you know during this administration. Uh, the Obama administration is just so many items. You know, we have, of course, this this thing now with uh, Merrick Garland and and the the DOJ, but also the FBI and and the FBI thing. It, it covers you know they cover so much. There's so many different areas, you know. There's, mm-hmm. Why didn't the FBI respond to uh, Hunter Biden's laptop? Why did Why did they sit on that for a year and a half and through an election? And of course, then there's the you know all of the Russian collusion stuff with uh, you know the you know the investigations nonstop and impeachments and and then there's the issues regarding you know COVID and and why it wasn't their pursuit of getting to the bottom of where they what the origin was, and there's issues with uh, you know some kind of suspect money deals involving uh, you know the CDC and Fauci and, and and so on, and perhaps drug companies, and and there's just so many so many issues. It's just really nonstop. That are going, I, I saw an article this morning, uh, Kimberly Strassel in the Wall Street Journal, and she's—I always admire her. I think she's great. Yeah. She's she's saying there's going to be hell to pay, and uh, it's just going to occupy government for you know for a year. You know, Professor, um, I've talked to people say, well, you know, I hope this all stops, and when uh, the Republicans get in office, I hope they ha- don't have a sense of retribution about all this because we need to heal as a nation. Well, the thing in my mind is, look, the president of the United States, when Donald Trump, uh, he's been exonerated on so many fronts, on so many different ways, and still the attacks continue, continue, continue. Meanwhile, we see this all this outrageous behavior on the part of Hunter Biden and the big guy, uh, Joe Biden, and uh, all the things that are happening in this administration, including the lack of justice with the uh, Department of Justice and the FBI. Seems to me that, uh, no, I think that would be a bad decision. We really should adjudicate and uh, expose the things that have gone on in this administration. I think that would be more healing to the nation. Well, that's interesting, and I I agree with you. There's this word retribution, and retribution sounds like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to get even because somebody said something bad about me or whatever. Retribution is is the payback is, is one thing, but, but it's, it's really more that when you look at how, how many things have happened in this country that that are just un-American? You know, the, you know the you know the uh, and, I, and I think it's Marxism, neo-Marxism that's that's taken over our education systems and, right. and really at every level. And uh, but most perhaps most egregiously at, at the elementary school levels, you know, with the and teaching of critical race theory and. In the 1619 project, the rewriting of history, really, and 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 having uh, having even the top member, top people, top elected officials, talk about America being racist and existentially racist, and and so on. Uh, uh, we've we've you know we're we're just at a place where we couldn't imagine we would be. Mm-hmm. I think not only. Not only a decade ago, but but just years ago. So I think it's not so much retribution. I think none of us really want to feel like it's just 
a tit for tat, but it's it's really it's really correcting um, you know some you know some very very wrong conditions that and let's face it they didn't start two years ago but a lot of this stuff has been happening for a very long time it's my my termites analogy you know we just you know when the porch falls down we just suspect maybe maybe the termite problems were a little worse than we thought <laughs> but uh, but 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 you know there has to be there has to be a major major reversal of the direction this country's been going in Absolutely. And of course, I don't know about you, but I harbored some some concerns and fears when I saw that the president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump, had been, his home had been raided. And I began to say, "My, this is so dark. This is so evil. If they could come for the president of the United States, Donald Trump, they could come for uh, President, uh, for Professor Larry Bell or for Bob Harden. They could come for anyone. And now, as information has been revealed, it just makes me think that President Trump has actually played the FBI. <laughs> And the and the uh, Department of Justice. Did you know that they apparently watched the entire raid on closed circuit TV? Yeah, I. I uh, it's going to be very interesting. You know, I guess interesting is an interesting word, but it's going to be a big challenge now for mm-hmm. Merrick Garland uh, to to provide the the reason for this and. People are demanding, you know, that that, that occur, and uh, we'll see. It better be damn good because uh, you know the country's the country's really properly outraged at all of this, and uh, and it's coming, you know, it's coming on the heels of several other issues. We got this eighty-seven thousand uh, IRS agents, you know, pending a vote this week on. I guess, I guess it's this week, and at least next couple of days, on this latest uh, iteration of Build Back Better, and uh, you know, and whether that'll go through, it looks like it may. Yeah. But you know, weaponizing the you know IRS, and we don't have to think back too far to think of Lois Lerner and and how all these conservative organizations were treated unfairly by the IRS. So. So we've got that, and then of course then we've got some other things. We've got this Delaware case with Hunter Biden coming to you know all these suspicious activity reports, about 150 of them, and and we'll see if if they seal. You know, my concern is they're going to plead him out as an excuse to to seal the records on that because you know there's a lot of funny business. He's being charged with money laundering and tax evasion and so on that might go back to daddy, you know, because they've got mm-hmm. 14 or 15 uh, examples of where Joe met with Hunter's business partner. So it's it's looking kind of ugly right now. Looking very ugly, and we certainly need to expunge evil out of our system, and we need to have a... Uh, 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 really, I just we need to have President Donald Trump back in office. Quite frankly, is my opinion, and we need to have these hearings. We need to expose the evil that's been going on, and we need to get our our country back on track and and uh, focused on the rule of law and the Constitution. Well, I'll go back to what you said. Maybe maybe Merrick Garland is secretly a a great Trump fan because I think. <laughs> I think he went a long way to get Trump reelected. I couldn't agree more, Professor. Again, Professor Larry Bell, uh, uh, author of Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries. Now, this is just one of his books. It is really terrific. My Life by Design by Larry Bell. I hope you get a copy and, and uh, read it. It's just really terrific. Hopefully, uh, Professor, we can talk about this in the next show. I'd, I'd be uh, very grateful to uh, be able to do that. Thank All right. Professor, thank you so much for your commentary here on the show. Thank you. My pleasure indeed. Well, that's a wrap here in today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Lots of animation and excitement. Uh, on Monday, we're going to visit with Mark Schulman, the founder and publisher of HistoryCentral.com. We'll talk about current global events. Larry Reed, President Emeritus of the uh, uh, Foundation for Economic Education, and Jim McTagg, former Barron's Washington Bureau Chief, will be joining us as well. I hope you make it a great day. And weekend on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are, namaste. Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>